You are listening to Industrial Woman. I'm Lachelle Buchanan from industrialwoman.com, a blog about lessons in leadership at home and at work. Not in my shop. Women in operations. The powerful rays of the sun are roasting my skin and pushing me to the limits of my heat tolerance. The height of a summer day in the deep south is a relatively new experience for me. Sweat is slowly sliding down my forehead in a steady stream. I wipe it out of my eyes with my arm, trying to keep the grease on my hands from smearing across my face. I shuffle my heavy, steel-toe boots across the gravel, making my way into the shop. A friendly voice calls out to me, and I gladly offer my assistance refurbishing an enormous chunk of metal. I'm partly fascinated by such large industrial equipment, but mostly I'm just desperate for the shade. I'm completely engrossed in my task of replacing the piston seals. As I look up, my eyes connect with the shop supervisor. This is the first time I've seen him in a month. He is crisp and clean from his air-conditioned office, and he looks serious. We have some customers coming to look at their equipment in a few minutes. I want you to stay out of the shop while they are here. I don't want them to think I have unqualified people working on their equipment. You understand, right? I'm a little shocked as I mutter, Oh, okay, sure, I understand. I return to the shop after the customers leave. I listen with growing surprise as a teenage apprentice that was hired the day before happily relays his conversation with the customer that came to inspect his equipment. I burned with injustice. What made me less qualified than a teenage boy with two days of work experience? The fact that I was the one and only woman in the shop? I certainly felt qualified enough to replace worn seals. No one had complained about my job performance. This was the first time I had been treated as less than because of my gender. In true American spirit, I was raised to believe I could do anything. I believed it. I still believe it. I went home that night and cried. I felt isolated. I felt unwanted. I felt alone. When I reported the incident, my manager agreed that it was wrong, that I should not have been treated that way, but he wasn't outraged. His comments were along the lines of, that's just how they are down there, and they are a bit backwards. So I dropped it and marched on with my life. It has been nearly a decade since that scorching summer day, and we have all come a long way since then. I wish I could tell my younger self to make a bigger fuss. Stand up for what is right. I wish I could tell her that she should report it to HR immediately. She should tell everyone that will listen. That it is okay to make a few waves when you are passionately supporting something you believe in. I wish I could tell her that not everyone will like her and that it is okay. I want to believe that no woman would be treated that way today. 
I want to believe that everyone understands that someone's gender, race, or sexual orientation does not impact their qualifications. I want to believe that a woman reporting a similar situation today would be met by shock and outrage at the audacity of that supervisor. I want to believe that a similar story today would be so hard to comprehend that it would be almost unbelievable. But I'm not that naive. I do believe there is room for everyone in operations. I do believe that job qualifications have nothing to do with outward appearances. I believe that we need to keep taking those uncomfortable roles where we may feel slightly unwelcome. We need to be the ones that speak up. And we need to be the ones that listen when others speak up. Cheryl Sandberg said, In the future, there will be no female leaders. There will just be leaders. If you enjoyed this audio blog, you can always find more at industrialwoman.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe.